Hello and welcome to EastEnders Weekly, your one and only weekly podcast all about EastEnders. I'm Ben and I'm here with Alex. Hello. 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 We are discussing episodes from the 30th of April to the 4th of May. Should I make the joke or should I just leave it? What's the elephant in the room? Is it? <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Although it's redundant really because by the time this is released it's not May the 4th. Well you can do it for our fans who watch on the actual day. Oh, oh no, it won't even well, be no, they're in, Yeah, <laughs> unless well, they're here with us. Rubbish, well, maybe we should get a little audience in our little room. Shall we? we? Could, yeah, we could have an audience of two. Mm. Be like the right stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be really good. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so um, what a week, eh? It's not, well, I say what a week. It's, mm, it's a mm, isn't it? Mm. There was lots of characters waking up after uh, someone's birthday with a with lots of bad decisions. <laughs> lots of bad were decisions made. were made. Let's Let's have a listen to a few of them. Married twice, three kids, three mums, slept with your brother's wife, slept with his new one, slept with your wife's sister. Oh, my God, you want to have sex with me, don't you? Good things will happen. We just can't get our nuts around it, you know? He ain't still sorting out your plumbing, is he? They're not really the crown jewels I'm after. Do you understand? I'm rainy, but if you like, I can be sunny. You stay away from her, do you hear me? Family, Phil, it's all that matters. Money. Can't buy what I want. Keep changing. Because if I find you, your bubbles are going straight into the frying pan. Darling, there is nothing there. What did I do? There'll be bubbles. Well, I've never met a proper hero before. I'm a virgin. I don't think I've ever met one. There's nothing here for you, darling, so sling your hook. Never hit a home run, that's for sure. Up and wide. Mind your leg. Nick's gonna get out the bunny. So you're coming, then. That's brilliant. So brilliant. Isn't it brilliant? I'm really hungry. Can we get chips? I'll go and get him some crisps, Mick. Sex and fighting. Two birds with one stone, Phil. A gentleman never tells. What's got into you, huh? Shut up. <laughs> get up, them stairs. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, by that uh, little roundup, obviously, we know that a certain character's back this week. Well, who was that? Mr. Mitchell. Yes. The king and queen of Wolford are together again. They're back together again, and didn't they make it known? They, they, <laughs> if the uh, house is shaking, then don't come walking into theirs. No. So he came back with quite a lot of news to um, see. He saw that the car lot was reopened. Yes, he saw the car. He, he returned in the same cab as uh, another returning character. Yes, halfway. Lovely halfway's yes, back. Yes, lovely, lovely. So, um, and halfway... Although he made halfway pay for the cab. We made halfway pay for the cab and then basically didn't really acknowledge his existence when halfway was like, oh, you know, can we, you know, just say bygones or bygones? And he just walked off. Yeah, I robbed he? you that one time, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that time when um, I shot Mick. <laughs> the fun we had. Mm. So, yeah, and he got, so Phil noticed the car lot had reopened. Um, his radar was immediately spotted that. Mm. And then he went home. He didn't get the pun of the name of the car lot, though. Maximum motors. I mean, to be fair to Philip, I if I if I wasn't civvy to what was going on, I probably wouldn't have worked it out immediately either. I think. I mean, what would have Jay called it? Jay's cars. <laughs> Can you not think of a uh, witty name? Not for Jay, no. Nor could Jay. I don't know. I put the J in car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't even know what Jay's surname is. But is also, what would he sell? Would he sell the old Hursts that they don't use anymore in yeah, the um, maybe. funeral parlour? That's another universe. I'm Be- afraid Max is, has got it 
Well, Max, Max is... Or has he? Well, that's it, you see. So, before we jump too far ahead of ourselves, mm. Phil went home and... Yes, reunited. Uh, reunited. Bride. With his, yeah, beautiful Sharon. She was um, not impressed with the half-price chocolate bar. I know, I would be. Yeah, I'd be, be quite that. a big one, wouldn't it? It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had that. Yeah, no, it's quite... Look, quite nice I, I forget the brand now but it's like some kind of made up fake Cadbury's yeah it was the same like colour purple yeah so Choku Chucky or something like that but um yeah he was very um well, excited he wasn't he revigored from his holiday yeah. in Portugal after seeing his brother slapped uh Sharon <laughs> on the behind that was so funny and the noise as well <laughs> oh my goodness she was neighing she was mm. purring she was going up those stairs <laughs> straight up and uh yeah feel feel yeah, as I say, showed mm. her they obviously um a happy return. Yes, reunited. But then the next scene with them, they were completely angry again with each other. <laughs> well, it got somber again. Yeah, very, it? very quickly. It doesn't take long, really, does it, for them to fall out? Mm. Because it's, um, Phil having a midlife midlife crisis, is he? Well, it yes, it, it was on Monday and Tuesday's episode. There was there was almost sniffs of him turning into. What how Ian Bill's return was that was that he read this kind of mantra on the plane, <laughs> but instead of reading this mantra, he visited his brother and saw his brother had got fat on chips. Yeah. I don't know if um Martin Kemp is a uh, happy. Is it Martin Kemp who plays Grant? No, Martin. No, I don't know Martin Kemp. Steve. Martin Kemp was Steve Owen. Yeah, what's his name? Ross. Ross, Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp. Um, <laughs> if I wonder how Ross Kemp feels about um being called fat now. Well, it's it's not Ross Kemp, is it? It's it was only Grant. there a few months ago. Yeah, I know. I don't know how he could put on so much weight <laughs> so quickly. But then I suppose it's a good life in the sun, isn't yeah. it? He's got Peggy's old villa, maybe. Well, yes, I suppose it must have inherited, mustn't he? Must have inherited it from his um, old ma. And Mitchell hasn't run off to that villa in a while. Last time, um, I think Ronnie and Roxy ran off there. No, a few years ago, didn't they? Probably to to yeah. see Peg. To see Peggy. I mean, it's, it's almost forgotten um, that really Grant left the soap not particularly very impressed with phil and he pretty much gave mm. the impression that if it wasn't for their mother being very ill and on the verge yeah, of, he wouldn't have been there. he wouldn't have been there but also he would have killed <laughs> or beaten up his brother <laughs> if my memory serves me right so the fact that he then allowed his brother to come visit him in his villa for yeah. three four weeks for a, a long holiday for then phil to then reflectively call him fat <laughs> scoffing chips scoffing chips so are we assuming that Grant is a lot fatter than Phil now? <laughs> yes, because he's no Adonis, <laughs> is he, or Phil? Bless him. But then Phil Phil kind of gave him... Pre- I, I don't know if you've noticed, but Phil kind of changed his wardrobe slightly. Has he? Yeah, he's not wearing the big black long coat anymore. Well, he's got his um, spring outfit his spring. Out now, hasn't he? <laughs> well, spring, his blue, summer. blue jumper and black jeans combo. No but turtlenecks, though. No, not, ju- not just yet. Jack's got all that. Mm, he's got the monopoly on those turtlenecks. Well, I have to talk about Jack's um, jacket later, actually. Oh, what? He had quite a bizarre jacket the on. One, the one on tonight's episode. Yeah. yeah, I thought the same. I never mentioned it, but I thought the same. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we'll discuss that. Yes, that is to come. So Phil wants to sort of, what, does he want to be younger and tougher like he used to be, doesn't he? Well, he well, yeah, he wants he wants this empire. His old there. life back. Yeah, his old self, he said. And mm. he wants his empire back. And he doesn't want to be, I think he feels low. Like he's been walked on a, a little bit before his, his departure. Mm. I mean, you know, Shirley kind of pushed him about. Sharon's pushed him, pushed him about. Mick, to a degree, has pushed him about. And then Aidan, obviously, had played him as a fool. So mm. I think he kind of left thinking that he had kind of 
become a bit of a kitten if mm. it's Phil Mitchell's standard anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, they're undoing Sean O'Connor's work because Sean O'Connor was slowly turning in into that like retired godfather character who sat on the chair and gave advice. Mm. And yeah, they're undoing that mm. rapidly. Which is nice because I, I must say I was getting so bored of Phil, um, mm. especially last year. And he was becoming such... Yeah, so, from it, his like kidney liver transplant mm. onwards he when he was, was getting really like well when he had the yeah when he had the uh transplant he became almost saintly didn't mm. he and i was... mean i was willing for him to just die back then <laughs> <laughs> i was quite happy for that to happen i mean i think i felt the same way to be mm. honest i just thought oh maybe it's time maybe this is it but no i like it now he's getting a bit active again it's quite good yeah and he's getting getting back into his old self his old self so he was going around trying to work out because he obviously thought jay had opened up the car lot and he wanted his gift back from Jay, didn't he? Because he wants to now run things. Well, no, he 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 wanted it back from Jay a bit later on when he he after he had discovered who'd bought or had the ownership of the car lot. It wasn't mm. until he discovered who had the ownership of the car lot that he uh, told Jay he wanted it yeah, back. He, just, he couldn't get hold of Jay, could he? Well, he, he that that was basically his uh, yeah his <laughs> his his first episode of the week storyline is that he was wandering around the square asking anyone and everyone if they've seen jay and eventually he did bump into jay and said to jay, you know i've seen you've opened up the car lot and jay was like yeah well no it wasn't me mm-hmm. um you, you, and th- so then phil gets a little bit suspicious and then that's when we start seeing from max and rainy's perspective exactly uh how really max had lied to sharon because he said to sharon he wasn't particularly very worried about phil being about but then as soon as he saw him through the blinds he was very much like oh, hang on, um, he's here. And Rainey was like, who's here? And she didn't seem to care, did she? She didn't mm, seem to mind, but he seemed a bit worried. Yeah, I mean, you would be. Well, you would be, because a man who feels as though, like Phil Mitchell, who feels as though he's had something taken away from him, is going to be not a very happy man. So Rainey and um, Max are squatting, aren't they? Well, yes, again, they, they conveniently hear... Uh, <laughs> Kim, Kim and, and Denise. Denise talking at the Minute Mart about how Kim has to give it all up and, uh, you know, you're you're living with me now. There's no way you can keep the flat going. Mm, left uh, it all furnished. Yeah, clean. I mean, Kim Kim has obviously still ownership of the, the house, so he, she must have paid off some of the mortgage arrears mm. that was originally... Um, with that ring. With that ring. And uh, she's obviously on the cusp of renting it or wants to rent it out to someone. Um and Max and Rainey originally wanted to legitimately rent it, thinking uh, that's this is you know this is the first step from us getting mm. that Denise social had worker her ideas though Denise didn't she? Well, Denise gave her get told them what the price was, and Max had misunderstood that he thought it was just that was the annual price, like twelve hundred pounds was the I annual know, price, so stupid. <laughs> which was a bit dumb, um, considering he's a businessman as well. Mm. And so in the meantime, when they're looking around the the fl- the house. Rainy looks around for some keys. Yes, to that back door that I've never seen open before. The back door that leads to a, a bricked-off path. Sort of alleyway yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Never yeah. seen that before. I mean, so. I don't know how you get round to it. No. It's not really explained, is it? Because there's like a apartment underneath. <laughs> well, yeah, and also... The, 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 well, there's not an apartment, is it? It's the basement well, yeah, underneath. Yeah, but it like, turned into an apartment. But, but also, but also um, the, the, the side of the building is what leads down toward the the community center hmm. so i th- th- and there doesn't seem to be any from when donna wheeled herself down there a couple of weeks ago just before vincent had left they, they, if my memory says me right there never seemed to be any kind of e- entrance or exit that no, could have led to that back door. have to study the map we might have to 
but get answers. But so yeah, so um, they're obviously planning to keep that house and rent it off. But um, Denise lied and said that there was a lot of interest, and Max was like, "Well, mm. if you're if you're showing it to me, clearly that's not true because I'm the last person you want to rent it to." Um, well, I don't know why there wouldn't be interest. It's a nice, quite a nice house, fully furnished. It's fully furnished, but modern. I think, but I think for for where it is, it's not really a. It's mm. not really a professional's home, is it? Although Jack would like to tell people that... Well, Mel lives in Woolford. She's a professional. Well, she Sharon's rents, a professional. She rents from Jack, her landlord. Yeah, well, someone can rent from Kim. Well, yes, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but then she works at the E20, doesn't she? It's like, these they, again, it goes to their, their mm, mysterious... Big bubble. Big m- wages, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so Phil eventually puts two and two together and works out that Max is now the owner of the car lot um maximum and motors maximum motors which obviously doesn't humor feel very much and so he proceeds to try to go and have it out with max um but max isn't at the offices anymore he's now as you said uh camping up in sheds yeah, squatters yes <laughs> the most the most eating lots of sandwiches this week lots of sandwiches and fish and chips and chomping they're always eating them too mm. rainy and max were re- always eating they're eating something mm. or another um every scene and Phil basically conveniently had this box cutter in his back pocket. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't know. Wait, does he carry that around with him? Well, he must have to. He's just, just unless he had this plan to just deflate one tire on <laughs> his on his car lot. So yeah, and so that that was um, that was basically Phil's big epic. Mm. Uh, framework for trying to take over the square again yeah. and because a few things intertwined on this storyline this week we also sort of had a sharon keanu situation with a middle class posh man wanting his car fixed in yeah he came in with his bmw mm. and um he had a bit of a go at keanu because keanu basically said to him i can't fix that to you for you today and i haven't got the parts um and it was keanu's fault for why he hadn't listened to him say that and that's why his car wasn't fixed. Yeah, it's very rude, wasn't he? He's a very rude person. It's a bit weird on EastEnders, like middle class people on there. They always write them really awfully in the same. It's I like mean, the same how they wrote um, Ted's daughter. Like, mm. it was just like a copy of her, like a rude... I mean, people who've made them... Made to, it's, it's, yeah, as you said just now, it's, it's a bubble, isn't it? So people who've kind of made themselves yeah. outside of this bubble... Um, in in this fictitious world of Albert Square, mm. are almost looked down upon. Yeah, um, have, have have Easterners ever had like a well written middle class family on the square before? I, I mean, think un- of any. unless they became in hard times, I don't yeah. think that you would ever get that storyline. Mm. Would appear. Maybe that's a potential family for the future. I mean, were the Demarcos? Could you argue the Demarcos <laughs> were a little bit? Well to do. I don't know. Why that's they? why they. Were, that's why they were so hated. Out. <laughs> well, they were hated. Yeah. They were hated by. Um... But it's more of a writing issue than a. Well, it's it's mm. it's like anything in EastEnders land, and that's the fact that they rely quite heavily on uh, extras to be almost stereotypes. Mm. So here comes Poshy. He's a bit rude. Yeah. He wants Let's things. Get rid of him. Yeah. He obviously pays to get what he wants. He's tried to pay to get what he wants this time. Not got it. And so let's punish him for being a bit. <laughs> a bit toffee, mm. um, which I suppose perhaps makes a lot of viewers be like, yay, but yeah, down with the middle yeah, class, d- yeah, down, <laughs> down with the, down with them. Um, so, um, yeah, he was being quite mean to, um, poor Keanu and, um, along comes a blonde. Yes. Sort it out. 
Yes, so Sharon came along. And Strong woman, she can do it, doesn't need Phil. Well, she she said that repeatedly about two <laughs> or three times, she didn't need Phil. And no. every time Keanu backed it up with, well, in this situation, we you need Phil. We need Phil. Yeah. No, we don't. Where's his keys? Yeah, yeah. Because let's, let's he um, stormed off, didn't he? With the Toff, Toff, yeah, let's call him Toffy. Toff, Mr. Toff. Mr. Toff, Mr. Toff, Mr. Toff. Yeah, he stormed off in a, in a yeah, fit of rage. He drove his car away. He called Sharon Blondie. Yeah. Which, oh, he said like, girls and motors don't mix. Yeah, he, I don't excuse me, love. You. Yeah, excuse me, love. You don't know anything. You're a woman. <laughs> Coming from him, who's never set foot in a mechanics. I don't think he's I ever think. done anything that's caused any dirt under no. his nails. Go to his, his stag do. Yeah. So um, Keanu had a spare set of keys left behind. Well, it was the, yes, it was the set mm. that, again, who has, I don't know, am I the only one who doesn't have a second set of keys? Well, someone's car? got them. Sharon's got them. <laughs> Which, that's, <laughs> why <your car's> going, <laughs> that's why the car alarm was going off this afternoon. I knew <laughs> it. Um, and so she had a little idea. She said, I am tough like Phil. So I've got an idea. Follow me, Keanu. I mean, she's. I think she's really happy that Phil's got this new uh, vigor. But at the same time, I think she always feels like he's. She's on his coattails, mm. and like doesn't like the idea of being second best. So always, no. almost like again, we 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 likened them a, a couple of weeks ago to being like the popular kid at school. And um, Sharon's always trying to impress Phil, like she wants to be like with the popular kid at school. Mm. She's always trying to impress him, and. I think Keanu's just <laughs> uh, feared into submission yeah. by both feared of them. <laughs> and in awe of Blondie Sharon. Blondie Sharon. And so um, she goes off with him to um, basically steal a car. <laughs> yeah, they steal the car. And drive it back to... <laughs> I mean, well, that's another <laughs> the thing. The workshop. Drive it back to the workshop. Um, and we also discovered that there's lots of cameras on the high street. So, like, again... <laughs> I know, they didn't really explain that, did they? How they're well, not caught. Well, but... it became a threat later on um, with 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 max um but luckily they had a tarpaulin so everything was okay but obviously yeah. in this situation it wasn't it doesn't warrant that but yeah so anyway they steal the car and uh kiana there was a little bit of chemistry yes this scene of them both of them in the car and she was sort of getting a bit cocky wasn't she, she was tooting in her horn <laughs> she was her, not her horn but he was <laughs> tooting, he was tooting the horn and whacking the steering wheel <laughs> yeah. and she was there like giving him suggestive ideas mm. um and yeah it's it, and to be fair it's been a theme all week from time to time mm. i mean someone i saw someone on twitter post i see a steamy affair heading to eastenders with sharon and a certain mechanic see now i mm. i can see that too and i, I do i think that yeah. that seems and obviously we idea. know that lovely ingrid and her great character development <laughs> i mean is going on a wild exit storyline of traveling yes one so, so wild that opens that, up well one so what's well, so wild a storyline that it's basically been mentioned in about one minute to die yeah. um <laughs> i mean that's i think that's the only mention we can going to give to Ingrid. normally we we mop up storylines at the end of the discussion but on this we occasion can't even cover that, that was us talking about ingrid yeah, but she's going traveling everyone we should timestamp that <laughs> <laughs> ingrid gets mentioned <laughs> So um, that opens up Keanu's relationship status. Yes, to f to to single, mm. ready to now, what mingle. What do you make if this is a thing? What do you make of a Keanu and Sharon relationship? Weirdly <laughs> and sadistically, I like it. I kind of want it to happen. Mm. I and I think going back to what we said about Sharon always wanting to impress phil she clearly impresses keanu and when keanu's i know keanu's quite easy to impress a little puppy dog isn't he? he is a puppy dog and i think sharon would want that maybe that's what keanu needs 
Yeah. yeah. It's an older woman. An older woman to guide him. Teach him the ways. Yes. <laughs> the ways <laughs> of a Mitchell. <laughs> because it could get really complicated once Keanu finds out the big secret that we discovered um, earlier. Uh, not this week, like a few weeks back about his dad. Mm. So it could get super complicated. Well, oh, him and Sharon could bond because Dennis Rickman got stabbed. Oh, yeah. Karen, his mum got stabbed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there'll be a bit of bonding. Yes. That... She'll, oh. embra- she'll embrace him in a hug in, in her bosom <laughs> on her black <laughs> and her black fishnet tights. And uh, one thing might lead to another. Because that's what a lot of relationships are built on mm. in EastEnders. A sim- a like sim- a, yeah, like a... A, relate, a relation mutual, of mutual yeah. scenarios. Mm. I never thought... Did that just mm. pop in your head? It did. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So there's that possibility coming up. Yes. So Sharon suggests to Phil that it was Jay's fault that the car lot was given up to Phil. Yeah, not hers. To Phil, to uh, Max, sorry. Yeah, well, not hers, but also technically not Max's. It was Jay that did it. Almost mm. to dampen off the fire a little bit, <laughs> but it doesn't last long. Um, and also Sharon then starts to um, encourage the... Uh, antics the shenanigans mm-hmm. shown away all the time mm. but in the meantime um max and phil kind of have a, a couple more running ins during the day at the cafe and back at the car lot because mm. phil's desperately trying to pay max off uh, to leave yes he wants him gone and rainy he doesn't like her hanging around does he that's more sharon's thing i think mm. sharon always brings in oh and rainy yeah. oh and rainy she always adds that to the end and mm. i think again she's a bit worried that old f- don't go sniffing around my feather <laughs> <laughs> yes yes because it was sharon's fault essentially why rainy hung around later in the week because mm. sharon kicks her back because max and rainy basically have had this really roller coaster up and down like he hates her she gets angry she he apologizes she forgives him he hates her again because she's done something even though she's not really done anything wrong and it just kept happening again every episode mm. was the same for max and rainy at the beginning of the episode he got angry at her because she'd done something wrong my interest for the rainy and max story has been like going down it's really episode. dwindling it's really i really becoming... thought it was like a oh this could be a bit interesting a bit fun to start with but now it's just like well, it's it be, just ridiculous it would be better if there was some genuine chemistry there I think that it just seems a bit forced. Mm. Um, not not the actors, like the the, the characters. Yeah, like it it's... it seems too forced that the to the characters are together there. Yeah, it's the fact that they're together because they want to adopt a baby, and then well, she's Ma- going to leave once he has the baby with, with like, money. Yeah, surely Max would have just as much chance on his own rather than having like an ex drug addict with like a criminal record mm. or anyone wife. really you know he, could, just, just, yeah. he could he not just gone to a bar and said hi i'll give you twenty thousand pounds yeah. if you pretend to be my wife really tomorrow silly. Yeah, well then. it's just them trying to keep the uh brannings relevant isn't it well and it abby d- and laurie both laurie <laughs> <Lori>. laura <laughs> you always call her laurie but oh. them both gone i guess they're just trying to keep the brannings yeah, relevant. I suppose it's the, the shock twist is the fact that he asked his ex-wife's sister, who's mm. a now who's an ex-drug addict and also has a lot of history on the square. It makes more sense to introduce that as the as his uh, new wife than just some random person. I mean, he could have asked Cora. <laughs> what to be his wife? Yeah, no, but Cora's they're going against Cora for the. Uh, oh yes, they Abby, are. Yes, so. well, yeah, but if he worked with Cora, they would have had a better chance, probably. Mm. Yeah, Cora hates Max. <laughs> 
<laughs> she doesn't want Max to have the baby. No. Can you imagine them when Max introduced um, the baby to uh, Rainy? Can you imagine when he was, if he was married to Cora? <laughs> like, this is your grandmother and mother. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. Like, yeah. So Phil got £10,000 worth of cash out of E20's secret safe behind a picture. <laughs> yes. The Mitchell trait. Th- yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's made quite a lot of money quite quickly, that club, hasn't it? Mel's done well. And mm. Mel even wanted Phil to uh, um, to mention that, to credit her for mm. how well she's done. Considering that we don't really see much... Well, of considering th- every time it's open, something terrible happens and it gets closed down. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, for the first night, something terrible happened. And then the last... What has it been the last two yeah, times two we've seen party, 20, private parties? Two private been parties, and the, yeah, and they've both not particularly been very popular. Yeah. Considering the what there's a capacity five hundred, mm, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I mean on a Monday, three hundred in the toilet, <laughs> two hundred on the dance floor. <laughs> Rainy spends most of the time in the toilet. Probably. <laughs> um, not anymore. She's cleaned up. Her oh act. no, she's cleaned up her act. Yes, sorry, I forget. So he wanted to give Max ten thousand pounds to leave the square for good and take Rainy with him. Max wasn't having any of it, did he? He was very cocky, saying, I'm going to sell all these cars. It's going to be all right. Yeah, to, on, to, to Max's def- defence, yes. He, 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 I don't think it was so much um, that he wanted to be there for selling the cars and anything like that, or or even to tick off Phil, to, to wind him up. I don't think that's his intention. Mm. He says to Phil, you know, your money can't buy what I want. And essentially, all he wants is his Abby. baby Branning. Yeah, baby Abby. Yeah. And, you know, he feels like this is his redemption if he can get that baby and he can finally mm-hmm. uh, do everything that he was meant to have done with Abby all those years. So in a way, t- t- you know, it- it's a bit of a redeeming feature for Max, the fact that he's refused 10,000 and then later on 20,000 pound mm-hmm. from Phil. I mean, he does, he like contemplates it for like 10 seconds when one sale doesn't go through. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, of course. But sake. again, it's, 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 it's a matter of time, isn't it? So mm. it's just to quickly push the story along yeah. quickly. So did you want to quickly mention um, Max's sales techniques and training with Rainey? Well, it's very it, 21st century. It's very much, yeah. It's, it's a brand, again, another branding trait because we've seen <laughs> women. Jack. Yeah, women. <laughs> Jack Jack has the same kind of similar. It's, it's their dad, isn't it? Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh. it, they, basically, if you can show a bit of cleavage, yeah. give them undo a one more button, undo one on more your button, blouse, lift up your skirt a little bit higher. Um, any man will spend ten thousand pounds yeah. just to talk to an ex prostitute, yeah. apparently. Because yeah, and also, but as long as the man Bizarre. is straight and not married, a bit greasy, a bit greasy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the, some of the, some, yeah, the two guys that she tried on with were yeah. a bit like yeah. One of them bought them, didn't they? Didn't they? So, well, she got that one sale, which yeah. basically that made filled, Max a bit yeah. cocky. Not cocky, confident. Well, yeah, to say to say no to Phil. To say no to Phil, but also he felt more confident to kind of think that this plan might actually work. Mm. But do you not think the plan's going to work? I just don't like the plan. <laughs> no, I, I don't like. Know. It. We've made that clear. <laughs> it's 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 a bit of a it's a crazy plan, isn't it? And um, mm. again, I still don't really understand how Max is afforded to fit out the office. Yet he can't afford to rent like. Well, and, and buy cars legitimately. Yeah, he, he's making a, fa- a case of the fact mm. that his four cars that he's got on the lot are legitimate. Mm. Um, but so I'm hoping these things will make sense or add up eventually. I'm sure they will. <laughs> are you sure? No. How sure? <laughs> no so sure. while this is going on, we have more ongoing storylines of the car that Sharon and Keanu stole, and she put it up in one of. Phil's apparent secret lockups, lockups that he has. He has lots mm. scattered around the city. 
Which, Doing the uh, original Queen Vic bust is in one of those lockers. Oh, maybe. Because um, I found <laughs> out that Peggy, when she sold the Queen Vic, took the Queen Vic bust with her. She did. Yes. For, when she sold it to Sharon secretly. Uh, un- unknowingly sold it to Sharon. She had the Queen Vic bust. So yeah. maybe it's one in one of the lockups. That one could be in the, one of the lockups. So Sharon knows where it is because she's now married to Phil. Oh, yeah. So... But, yeah, by okay. means she's actually ended up getting that bus that she wanted all along mm. so phil's not very happy because she got he got a visit from mr toff <laughs> yes <laughs> i like quite like phil this week actually he's um not taking anyone he's old phil yeah he's back to, to the old bugger phil. Off. your car ain't it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got it. do you understand <laughs> I like phil. so that did scare mr toff and he um he backed up yeah, didn't he said he went called his bluff and then he went to have a bit of a word with Sharon, Phil did, to um, ask her what's going on. I mean, he, sorry to quickly think, he must have reported it stolen. So you'd think there would be some kind of degree of investigation happening mm. around that Well, car. no, because Phil um, said, go on and phone the police, I dare you. And he said, well, you've called my bluff then. Yeah, and but how has he called his bluff? I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Every time we say these things. Well, obviously he's scared of Phil. I don't, who knows? Yeah, these questions will maybe answered. They were tied up in a nice little package. Yes. Mm. So he's sort of um he's quite angry at Keanu as well because he's messed up the accounts. The accounts. So he's on his last. He's got twenty four hours to prove his worth, and luckily Sharon has an idea because she's got a little soft spot for Keanu all of a sudden. She has. She has. Well, it was actually Keanu's idea, wasn't it? If my memory says. Well, I think it was. Yeah, a bit of Sharon pushing him in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. To impress Philip. To impress Philip, but Mm. also again taking enough of the credit to have. Sharon. A bit for her. Yeah. A little bit, little <laughs> a bit, bit for Blondie. A little bit of crumb, a few crumbs thrown towards Sharon for her to pick up. So um instead of telling Phil, we're gonna show you. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. They demonstrated it. Yeah. So they took the car from the lockup. Yes. Wherever that was. Around Mysterious. the corner. One of just past many. the police station. <laughs> and um parked it up into Max's car lot. Yes, the spare spot that's now become vacant because the one car that's the sold. car they've sold. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Mm. That's lucky. That's one bit of continuity that it was right. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than Tiffany's tan last week, which kept disappearing. Did you see... Um, oh, I'll talk about someone else's tan later. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know someone's tan this week. Someone had a really Not bad Sharon. tan line. Wait, no, oh. no, a male character. Oh. Back from... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. There we go. I was blinded by um the shower scene. <laughs> so <laughs> they um have set up Max to... um basically take the fool for stealing this car yes yeah, so what they, their plan yeah is, yeah exactly it? exactly so they drove it onto max's car lot somehow without any cameras seeing it yes hmm. although luckily the cameras at max's place are fake so that's good yes yes rainy kind of had a go at max for that later well in the next episode yeah and it feels having like playing games like someone's coming to look at the um car aren't they and they can see that it's locked so he sort of unlocks it for max and then Max thinks Rainy unlocked it from inside. Well, this is, yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of confusion ensued situations. So when they first arrive, Max tries to talk to Rainy, but Rainy starts doing oh, well, so They business. do that a lot recently, is where they try, like, they, like, say half a sentence and someone goes, oh, my toast is ready. I'll just go, mm. I'll just interrupt your sentence and pick up my mm. toast. And mm. it's like, I forgot to say. Go make coffee. That does happen a lot at the moment. Or what's this down the back of the sofa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's happening a heck of a lot. It, again, it's a, it's a quite a cheap... Mm, like an easy way out isn't it's it? an easy way out to move yeah to move the plot along because they did it with um louise and michelle when she left like last whenever it was last week was it a couple of weeks seems ago. like a long time ago <laughs> no one's mentioned her and yeah <laughs> they do it a lot so um 
Yeah, they didn't get their story straight. So Max thinks Rainy bought this car. I'm assuming Rainy thinks Max bought this car. Well, she does because mm. then when when Phil's, as you say, showing the car off. Uh, fi- sorry, when Max is showing the car off, uh, mm-hmm. Phil conveniently walks past, posting a letter with with the keys to the BMW, <laughs> Mister Toff's car, in his pocket, yeah. and opens it up. So he thinks, as you said, that Rainy's inside mm. the cabin, opening the car door for him, like some kind of automatic reaction. <laughs> and good wife. Like a good wife and like so, a good woman, <laughs> like a good woman blouse. should. But she's been she's been trained by a Branning, and that's the Branning way. If her blouse button's undone, <laughs> she's away. If you're not in that kitchen, you're not welcome. So she starts trying to put signs in the car for like price because she's like, oh, it's all fine and well you buying these nice posh cars, but there's no prices for anyone to see how much they're going to cost. And uh, she sets off the car alarm, and then it's mm. that that makes Max realize, oh, hang on. I never put this here. Rainy never put this here. Yeah, I bet it's I bet it's one of Phil's little mm. tricks. And but he straight away thinks it's been it's a stolen car, which is a really quick again another quick assumption to come to. Well, I mean, stories are going thick and fast. Well, they're so. just zooming by. There's I mean, no time. Rainy made a quite a reasonable argument that it's just that someone saw that there was a parking space there, uh, parked there without wanting to pay for you know a ticket or anything like you know a parking space mm. uh, around london no no, max, no max knows what's up well max yeah but that's what i mean it's like it was such a reasonable thing to say and it wasn't until he went to phil's house and started banging on the door and you saw phil spinning the keys on his finger with quite <laughs> quite relaxed on on the sofa and sharon's kind of there with a raised eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of dastardly so all she needed was a mustache to try to kind of pull from her face like put someone on the rail tracks she was that close to being like mm. a 1920s kind of black and white evil creature i mean a lot of people online um seem to be quite angry at sharon and phil for upsetting mac i mean it is a form of bullying someone said <laughs> phil and sharon are utterly despicable is sending a man to prison for a crime he didn't commit not enough oh yeah that's true forgot about that they lied didn't they for um ian mm. it was phil who paid off the jury to put max in prison that's why I want Max to get one over on Phil. Ooh. So, yeah, there's quite a lot of support in support of Max. I mean, Max has had surprises a... surprises me. Yeah, he's had, a, he's had a very hard time, mm. to be fair to him, the last couple of years. So to have some kind of redemption would only be suitable, really. But I don't think he's going to get any redemption in this mm. storyline. I just think it's difficult to give Mac redemp- Max redemption for all everything that he did. But well, apparently then it's... A bit yeah. easier than we thought. <laughs> That's true because we we have to remember that Max has basically murdered Stephen. Murdered Stephen. Attempted to murder Jane in hospital by mm. holding her tubes. <laughs> yes. Then threatened Jane. Trying to kill Ian by strangling him. It got someone in a juvenile prison to try to push, but to to it was to try to get Jane. It was to try to get Jane to change her mind to go away away from uh, mm. Ian. He got yeah. someone to bully. He got some kids to bully. I forget his name. Bobby. Yeah. He oh, got in prison. Yeah. In prison. Oh, yeah. He, got some, he got the video, didn't he, on his exactly. thing? Exactly. So, so he's, he's done quite a lot. Not whiter than no. white, is he? He's a redder than redder. Yeah. He's not, he's, yeah, he's not Mr. Innocent in this either. Yeah. So Phil's coming up with a little plan. So warning here. <laughs> Kathy Bill appeared out of the cafe. Kathy got a storyline, everyone. If you've got a party popper in your hand, pop it now. I know, this is the beginning of something special. <laughs> so she wasn't in the cafe, which also obviously meant this is going to be big. Oh, yeah, this is going to be important. Yeah. So Phil went up to her and said, I need an email from you. 
<laughs> an email address from you. <laughs> and that was it. But, you know, who was exciting times. Who was the email from? Well, it was, he was emailing Fee Browning, wasn't he? Yes. Who I miss. She's, missed, I wish she's done her cookbook. She's recently said she'd be quite happy to return to EastEnders. I'd like to see her return. So could we see her and Josh come back and rent an apartment? That'd be good. Yeah, no, I don't think we'll see Josh. Why? Because I think he doesn't need it. Nor does she. She's like married to a rich person. <laughs> well, I know, but like, Fee's... Well, well, okay, let's rephrase that. I, I think Josh's story had ended, but Fee's story hadn't. No. Like, yeah, bring them both back, and they can get vengeance for Luke. Their no, I don't think Fee, Fee would brother. give. No, I don't <laughs> well, think no, Fee would care. But we can all hope. But so, anyway, yes. he emailed Fee. He, um, you don't see his question, but he's asking about the car lot. Basically, who owns it? I'm assuming he wants to know her. the ownership of the car lot. And um, in a very formal email, <laughs> <laughs> she replies that uh, it's no longer under the ownership of Wayland and Co. No, it's under Jay Brown. And to to get in touch with mm. Jay Brown, so we know that Max doesn't own it, and no. Jay does still own it officially. Obviously, Max throwing the paper out into the street wasn't that official as he thought it was. No, <laughs> funny that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was um, a funny email when Phil was looking through his emails I saw as well today where Sharon had emailed him while he was on holiday. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> with the um, subject title, Hope Everything's Okay. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> or, How Are You? How are you? <laughs> so Sharon was obviously sent that after a few glasses of wine. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Probably having a, she was probably well, she was very bored at home because Michelle's gone. So um, Phil wasn't there for Michelle leaving. He's not asked where she is. Yes, he was. Oh, was he? Was he back? Yeah, because it was just. Well, was that long ago? It was. It was. It was. Um, after because Michelle left after the Hunter incident, oh, and I Phil was still Phil there. Because oh, right. Phil threatened Michelle that if he. Oh did, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a very long holiday then. But a short step. Well, a nice cheap little holiday. Yeah. I mean, doesn't Phil also talking about holidays? Doesn't he only go to like sober parts of the countries? Like when he goes. Remember when they went to Italy and he found an AA group <laughs> while he was out oh, there? Yeah. And Sharon was fuming. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and eat pizza and wine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he had that. So possibly Fee Browning could make an appearance. She's made an email. Her name's on the email. So that's exciting. I everyone. would encourage a Fee return. Yeah. See, Max could have married her instead of Rainey. Well, see, that's one of the reasons why I would encourage it sooner rather than later. Because bringing Fee back into the midst of things, that means that... Um, it's a possibility that she and Max might, because that was left quite unresolved as well, wasn't it? I think mm. I think they both. A lot still... of that was left unresolved. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No one's fault really, apart from the producers. Mm. <laughs> Certain someone. Yeah. So that's sort of where we've left it with Phil looking at his email, and then we've obviously still got Rainy and Max just squatting in the house, and what? Kim sort of appears. What? No. Sorry, before that, um, mm. the the resolve of the stolen car. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> so, um, Phil, uh, not Phil. Max goes back after drinking, so he's actually letting his guard down now as well. So, at um, a party at E twenty, Phil uh, Max starts drinking, and because the whole time up until that point, all he's been doing is having orange juice and non alcoholic drinks oh, to keep he? his composure and also to keep this. Facade he probably up. can't afford it. <laughs> no, but he's keeping the facade up. I think he he realizes that if he's drinking in public, he's not going to be able to keep his facade up, and he didn't because he had that drink. Oh. And Ian Bill just said one passing comment to him, and where before he was a bit a bit you could yeah, tell calm agitated, and collected, calm yeah. and collected about it. This time he snapped back at Ian, and I think Jack was taken a bit aback by that too. And so 
he was starting to show a chink in his armor a little bit that he was um na- you know he, agitated he's agitated mm. and he's not this composed person that he went off and came back to become yeah. and rainy's doing his head in. <laughs> and rainy's doing Slightly. his head in although you have to give kudos to rainy that every single time that something should happen um like a problem arises uh rainy's the one who solves it yeah but max wants to do everything by the book and she doesn't ever do anything by the book like the car no, for instance no that's true so yeah so she basically organizes um a friend who's got a low rider uh oh, a low sorry not low rider a low bed truck to uh take the um mr toff's car <laughs> mm. um with the tarp over it um so no one can see on the cameras down the high street and then she sold it to uh, i presume the same guy for uh well obviously for a profit because mm. they never paid anything for the car Cash. in the first place um, so when Max turns up to the car lot to see two police officers kind of looking through the window and knocking on the door, Mr. Brannon and you know, <laughs> that really scary police woman. <laughs> she was vicious, wasn't she? Like she was going to take, so she wanted, to, <laughs> she was like two foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to arrest someone that day, didn't she? She was mean. And um, Max didn't notice that the car was gone until he walked up and they started mm. asking him questions. And he went, well, how am I meant to know that someone would park? And then he, when he turns to look yeah. for the car, it's gone. And so then he's like, oh, hang on, we'll go in. We'll, mm. He'll show you the paperwork. And, and so everything was solved and resolved and this and the other. So then went back at the, the squatting mm. uh, to Kim's Have another house, ham sandwich. Having another ham sandwich. And Rainey comes back in, explains that what, what happened, he had done. Yeah. And he's like, oh, crazy. But then, as you say, Kim... Mm, it was a really in. weird scene this was really odd because it didn't seem to link to anything that happened in the next episode either i mean like she was she thought vincent was in the kitchen yeah she heard a noise and she just sat on the dining room table and didn't well she said she could hear him breathing yeah now i don't know whether it genuine was that she heard max and rainy in the house or whether mm. she just wanted him to be there she wanted to imagine that he was mm. there it That's was a what bit I tough thought. i thought oh she thinks he's there but she, she doesn't want to see him because she's angry. Mm. But then on the next episode, she sort of doesn't really mention it. No. And it's just like, oh, so maybe she didn't really believe he was there. I mean, that was quite a personal thing, wasn't it? I suppose you wouldn't go up to your sister and say, oh, by the way, when I went to the house to get some things for Pearl, um, I thought I heard someone mm. breathing. And but with w- her argument with Donna, she was like, I have no idea. I haven't seen him. He's not. It's yeah. Just I don't know. I thought she might have mentioned it. But maybe the, the, the house brought back ghosts some memories and mm. she basically made her feel like she it, it she odd. imagined that he was there do you think they i just thought something else just popped into my head mm. <laughs> getting all lots of thoughts um <laughs> do you think maybe they did that so rainy had a bit of information to manipulate her in the future or something about vincent maybe maybe that's why they had her say things out loud in front mm. of rainy that's not a bad pun a yeah. bit of information for her to manipulate her later yeah that that would sound mm. about right i mean there was no indication that they were kind of listening into plot for any reason but yeah as you say yeah, that that could be brought up again later but um well, while they're hiding and once kim had left rainy got a well done from max finally mm. she got the uh tick that she wanted <laughs> the gold star that she wanted yeah but um they've obviously still got this issue of nowhere to stay and it's getting a bit close now because they've been nearly been caught a few times that's right that's right so over mm. a, a bag of fish and chips they decided they need to <laughs> they need to they, all they did was eat this week yeah. every time they're in a scene they would eat I know. and they're not the quietest people with either. no money they're getting a lot of takeaways well well a loaf of bread 
tub of margarine mm, for the minute some, mark. Some ham. Yeah. So um obviously this was again another one of Rainey's um grand plans of trying to find somewhere to live because apparently the social worker was thrilled with their <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know somehow. I don't know what interview the social worker was at, but let, let, suffice to say I think that was a it was a disaster. <laughs> I mean, a man who's been in prison for murder and multiple mm. arrests and a drug addict and ex-prostitute is a perfect couple to adopt a baby, Why apparently. Not? They both don't over. have a house. <laughs> they turn over a new leaf, then. <laughs> Who have, have no um, address, home address. Would they is apparently very good. They live with... They, it's believed that they live with Jack, which made it even more puzzling. Than so I thought the um, social worker worked out they didn't because Jack came home. Like during the interview, but they said that Jack was their landlord. Oh, okay. So it made, it did, but it did puzzle me that they were then looking for a different place to live. It's like, could they not have just? Would they still use Jack's house as, as like the pretend house, but have this other flat that they would live in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, but anyway, it, it kind of worked out well because mm. Rainey um, noticed that Ingrid. Yes, was in the cafe mm. again. Another mention of Ingrid. I know, but they didn't even get. Um, to see Ingrid like I mean she had no scenes didn't she no, really? she didn't even talk like Rainey just looked up like went up to her and stared at her and was like we need oh, to chat yeah we need to chat and she just didn't say anything and no. then it just cut I mean Ingrid just because again we, we probably won't <laughs> we probably won't talk about Ingrid ever again but um, she there's one more scene to follow I feel we, there is yeah oh yeah next week but yeah. um, for this week she the the actress herself seemed genuinely quite <laughs> no, deflated, like, about to burst into tears. Yeah, like this was happening around yeah. her. Like, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your script. Act it out now. You've got thirty minutes. Maybe she wasn't told what was going to happen because she yeah, had no lines. <laughs> so she just she was like, and yeah. action. Yeah, you're leaving. <laughs> and she just looks like, what? What's happening? So yeah, she has been convinced to go travelling by Rainy. It's, I'm assuming Rainy's right paid her off. Giving her some of the money oh, from that maybe. car, the, maybe. From the car they got. Maybe. Yeah, never thought of that, but yeah, no, that's a fair point. Mm. Um, so yeah, and she tells Ke- we might as well to stick with Ingrid really quickly. She tells Keanu, and I was but really in the horrible. most horrible way. Yeah, so she kind of and, and this does link in actually to the uh, oh yes, I suppose mm. we does. Yeah, so so she goes into the Queen Vic um, and says, uh, "Oh, I have something to tell you." She just Keanu. announces it to everyone. Yeah, and then everyone else starts asking her questions like, "Oh, what's happening, Ingrid? <laughs> and, oh, I'm leaving. Oh, all right then." Yeah, and Ke- Keanu just stood there like no shocked. Oh. Like, and and, Ke- and then she turned around, and went, "I'll buy my own drink." Yeah. <laughs> Like, right, Ingrid. <laughs> if we knew you were this horrible all along, cow. Yeah, we wouldn't have been rooting for you. But do you know who supported Keanu when mm. the news got her? And a blonde, another blonde, another blonde, a leggy thicker, blonde, with thicker, longer hair, <laughs> much more lustrous <laughs> hair. Yeah, she said, "Oh well, Sharon, there's plenty more fish in the sea." Sharon was there to be the a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, 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 popping up the bar as always. Well, who can blame her for Keanu? Eh? Oh, a bit well, of an upgrade I, if, from if, Phil. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> a bit of an upgrade. <laughs> the muscles, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, yeah, that's Ingrid's going travelling. So that's Ingrid. Where do you think she's going to go? New Zealand? Ooh, Where Peru, Thailand, Thailand? Yeah, Ibiza. Although she's got very pale. She probably goes somewhere like really boring and like. <laughs> I don't know. France. Sensible, yeah, like a canal cruise or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm off to Scotland. Mm. Oh well. Oh, Lovely well. Ingrid. We can talk when well, she leaves next week we can uh, we, we should do a, a little, little section about Ingrid next week. She had week, that big storyline with um on Halloween last year. Oh so. yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so she, she had she had one nice storyline. And she had Keanu. Although even Keanu said like nothing yeah, really happened. We weren't really <laughs> official. <laughs> it wasn't really happening. I fancy Jane more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear. So that brings us back around to mm-hmm. Rainy. Oh, okay. Getting Ingrid's room. Oh yeah, so they've got now where Ingrid's room, where um, mm. in Jack's house, um, and Jack seemed really. Jack doesn't seem to care either <laughs> that Ingrid <laughs> has quit, no. even when though it... he relies on her twenty four seven. He said, he's, "Yeah, he's, yes, exactly." He's her, his nanny, and he um, was like, "You can move in the weekend." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're actually going to chuck up Ingrid tonight. <laughs> so I really yeah. don't think we're going to see Ingrid again. I think that was it. No, I do. I, think I've that was seen her one photo of her with like a cup of coffee, leaning over to Keanu, which we haven't seen yet. He's by the swings. Oh, okay. So there must be one more scene. Unless it got cut. <laughs> what an awful way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, there was... Michelle's leaving was pretty... Uh, but mm. to actually just be like, oh, I'm leaving. I'll get myself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose Joyce's was a bit... Mm, but at least it had, like, payoff afterwards. Uh, yeah. But I don't think Ingrid's going to have any... Um, no. She's not going to set any earthquakes afterwards. Well, tremors. She didn't, she didn't really attach to any of the characters mm. other than Keanu and Neon. Apparently, she didn't care about him. So <laughs> she didn't get too good. Riddance. Yeah, good riddance to bad rubbish. So, yeah, so Max isn't too keen about moving into Jack's no. bedroom but uh, in his house. But Rainy again convinces him. She's got that convincing manner, mm. which we saw last week. She's able to convince people that, you know, if you want to do this and you want to, you know, want to get it done, you're going to need to suck in your pride and live there and max agrees but um prior to this he also has a bit of a confrontation again with phil where phil uh mentions to him that there are three things that he's made mistakes yeah three mistakes he's made and at first max didn't really care did he no he offered phil his breakfast and then <laughs> yeah, a few beans <laughs> a few beans and a bit of toast <laughs> and walked off but then later when he was getting fish and chips yeah in the night um, he said, all right then, humour me. What are these three things? And actually, again, Phil had some mm, wise, words. wise words to say. What were these three things? Can you remember them? I, re- I remember that he said that um, you're a fool to think you own the car lot. Mm. Yes, because he knows more. Yes, he's keeping it yeah. information. I mean, does do you think Max thinks he owns the car lot? Or do you think Max... No. So you don't think... So you think Max doesn't... Max knows what he's doing. Oh, okay. He? So he knows this. Yeah. I hope. Possession is like, what, one-tenth of the law or something, <laughs> isn't it? So does he think that if he's... It's, again, if he's squatting on the land that is the car lot, mm. technically that's his. <laughs> so if I if I squat outside the local Tesco tonight, <laughs> that's my that's shop yours, now. Yeah. Yes. Outside the Minute Mart. Oh, Minute Mart <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> Don't let your lander see you. Mm-hmm. So what else was his um threats? His three whys? He said something about being back. Like, it's never... Whenever you're, you're back, back with your family or something, or yeah. back with the branding, something, always, something goes always goes wrong. wrong. Yeah, and um, the third one was that he's trusting Rainy. That mm. he's putting a lot of trust in in this plan with Rainy. Yes, I wouldn't. Wouldn't you? No. I like Rainy. Yeah, I'm a bit meh on her at the moment. Oh really? I did like her. I, I like the actress. I think she's really good. But yeah, I'm not too fussed. This um, week she's just been squatting in the house, so it's not been that. But that's the that's the point, isn't it? That all they've know. done is eat and plot and eat yeah. and plot and eat we'll and plot. See. So I mean, so Grow. Phil's return, <laughs> Phil's return was a big, you know, she, he returned with a bang. He did, um, and basically, the, the I suppose the central storyline is Phil, Max, Rainey, with a little side of Sharon and Keanu, um, and Ingrid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forget. And Duh. Ingrid. <laughs> Okay, so that covers up that big twist of like three storylines twisted into one. So um, shall we cut away and have a little bit of a 
Yeah, shall Are we be doing this now? I think we should. It'd be rude not to. Mm. Just do this now. Having a nice drink. Mm. <laughs> Good. Right, so uh, just doing this now. It's back after last Had week's a week after last week's hiatus. So uh, this is when we look back at past actors and find out what they are doing now since leaving the role of the show. This part of the show is sponsored by Studio Headphones, who Brit Podscene and EastEnders Weekly have teamed up with to offer you an exclusive deal on their website. Professionally crafted headphones with handmade details and Swedish designs. We received a pair of Regent headphones, which has sound cancellation and a great audio quality, perfect for the gym or listening to your favourite podcast wonder what that is check them out on their website www.studio.com slash gb that's studio spelt s-u-d-i-o they start from 29 pounds for a pair and when you put in the discount code weekly you will get 15 percent off the price so visit studio.com slash gb and enter weekly at the checkout to get 15 percent off a high quality pair of studio headphones so this week we will be looking back at Sylvie Carter. Ooh. Ooh. Thrilling. And of course learning about the actress who portrayed her, Linda Malo, in this week's I'm Doing This Now. So Sylvie cool. was first mentioned at the beginning of 2014, was not properly introduced until the end of the year after Shirley and Mick visit their Aunt Babe and discover oh, yeah, That's when she had like that different house not on she lived completely on off yeah yeah, yeah that, that completely it was like a real house <laughs> <laughs> like a real house it wasn't a set and they discover sylvie had been living with her after being diagnosed with alzheimer's disease although she is hostile towards shirley mick decide to bring sylvie back to the queen vic which angers babe after discovering her disappearance and takes her back home on Christmas Eve, Mick, Shirley and Babe take her out for lunch and Sylvie begins to spend the rest of Christmas with them at the Vic, which upsets her former husband, Stan, who is currently living with the family at the pub. No, oh, Stan. No, oh, Stan. No longer with us. Mm. After being abandoned by Babe in the new year so she could live on her own, Sylvie leaves the house on her own and attends a dance party at the community centre, which she shares a kiss with Stan. Now, Babe becomes angry once more and insists that she cannot care for Sylvie any longer and has organized her to be put into her home at this time it is revealed that shirley is actually mick's biological mum and she explains to Mick, you ain't my mother (laughs) (laughs) and she explains to mick that sylvie and babe had convinced her to give him up once trying to cause her to miscarriage by being pushed down the stairs by sylvie and babe and not Mm. let her and also not let her hold him once born discovering this mick disowned sylvie in April 2015, Sylvie visits Stan at, on his deadbed and they have an emotional goodbye. Mm, I remember that when Stan was dying in hospital. In hospital, It was yeah. really, like, well done. Like, mm. I hated Stan. He was really annoying. But that those scenes of his, like, it was really, like, real, wasn't it? It was. And like, it, it's really rare for characters to, like, be ill in hospital and I mean, like, just die. I mean, Stan's um, downfall was that he was kind of paired up with Cora near the end and Cora mm. can be a very really, annoying yeah. character sometimes too. she can be good mm. but that at that time she, uh Dominic Treadwell Collins whatever his name is he didn't write Cora very no, well no no and no. so she became really quite irritating mm. and annoying yeah. after Stan dies Babe does not tell Sylvie right away and fueled with anger with not being able to attend his funeral Sylvie tells Babe that no man would ever love her Babe slaps Sylvie and she pretends to be upset leading to Babe hugging her for comfort but Sylvie bites her on the neck 
It's like Lauren and Abby in the future. <laughs> but they are sisters, yeah, exactly. Mm. Leading well, because Babe, that's how Babe and uh Abby become Yeah, friends. Friends well, and close. Frenemies. Fren- yes. Frenemies. Social workers visit the Carter family and say that she has made sexual advances toward the other residents of the care home, and the family decide that they would need to look after her while they look for another facility. While Sylvie is at the Vic and the family are looking for a new care home, Linda becomes increasingly worried over her son, Ollie, as Sylvie refers to him as a slug and threatens to pour salt on him. (laughs) I can't remember that. I know. (laughs) Babe also tells Mick and Linda that Sylvie had locked her in the freezer after a confused Sylvie confessed to the attack. But we know it wasn't Sylvie, don't we? Abby. Abby Bring back Abby, please. I know. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) As a ghost. (laughs) She could return. Oh, no, that's silly. Babe, uh, Babe leaves Sylvie at the canal after convincing her that Stan would be meeting her there, which causes Babe to be ejected from the pub. And do you remember the famous line? I curse this yeah. place. Leaving Sylvie delighted and the care for her passed on to Shirley and Tina at their flat. On Sylvie's 75th birthday, Tina organises a party which Shirley suggests is a waste of time due to her worsening dementia. However, Sylvie shares a memory with them both about how her her mother had been abusive to her. As time moved on, Sylvie became more violent and afraid by her illness. Tina, Johnny Johnny, and Whitney arrange a 1960s theme party at the Queen Vic. Just immediately when I hear Johnny organised it, it feels tainted and Mm. wrong. Which gives Sylvie a moment of clarity, defending Tina when some men start harassing her, but soon forgets again and believing Tina to be a stranger, tells Tina that she was a bad mother, but never stopped loving her children. Later that evening, Sylvie falls asleep during a CD playing. She wakes later in the night and draws herself a bath, taking the CD player with her, which would have been plugged into the mains. I bet you she she, she, she had some studio headphones. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't be in trouble now, would she? (laughs) After the Vic closes, the power goes out, and upon investigation, Tina discovers Sylvie has electrocuted herself in the bath. Yes, that was her. That was that was that, that was her gone. <laughs> I remember um, there was during the infamous bus crash week. Um, there were scenes of um, Shirley, Tina, and the mum on the tram oh, on the underground, and yes. everyone thought like there was a big disaster and someone was going to die. And everyone thought that that tram was going to crash and that was how she was going to die. Oh, right. No. But that never happened. It nothing, never happened. Nothing happened. They just took a photo. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, that was quite, yeah, the most boring thing that could have happened, which was that it got stuck. Yeah, it got stuck and they mm. took a photo. Yeah. And so, well, meanwhile, on the square, they lifted up a double-decker house <laughs> with human strength. So anyway, what is Linda Malo doing now? Well, after leaving EastEnders just last year, Linda has been very busy working on the twi- 2017 dramatised documentary Wallace, The King That Never Was. Playing the older sister Wallace Simpson, the film uses the diary and letters written by Wallace about her torment by the press for the destruction of the royal family at the beginning of the 20th century. She also played Gloria Rhodes in the 18th episode of the 32nd series of Casualty on the BBC. <laughs> I've seen that. Yes, Yes, when I said this to you, you said, oh, I remember that episode. Yeah, I remember her. You, you don't watch Casualty normally either. No, so. I, I must have just come across her. Oh, so it wasn't deliberate. You didn't want to watch it because someone from Neighbours was in it. Neighbours? Oh, goodness me, EastEnders. <laughs> when Neighbours came No, it was just on TV and I saw she was there, typecast, because she was dying in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Talking about typecasts. Malone appears to in a two-hander episode dancing shoes of the web series unpacking mm. an anthology series created by matthew hurt and oliver mason following the diverse community of london moving in and out of homes in the capital 
In the episode, Linda plays Ellen, who is packing her flat that she had lived in her whole married life in Soho. Her daughter believes that her mother is getting memory loss and wants to move her onto a care home. However, the story has a twist at the end. It's really good, actually, because we both watched it, didn't we? Yeah, you watched it and said there was a twist and you wouldn't tell me what it was, so I had to watch it myself. So I did. And did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was very, very good. It actually. was good, wasn't it? For mm. it, um, it, it, it? Highly recommend you watch them. Um, you can find them on Vimo or www.unpackinglondon.com. She is also in two more future short prod- productions coming out later this year, playing Mrs. Allen in Nothing Important, which is a psychological horror, a tale of a woman's efforts to steal her life back from her lonely neighbour. You can visit www.nothingimportantfilm.com to find screenings near you. The second short film, Malo, plays the lead role of Sylvia Kappelman in a fantasy drama, The Loosen. Not, <laughs> not the looser, <laughs> Kim. Another Sylvia. Yes, yes. Written and directed by Colin Skevington, it is a supernatural tale about a businesswoman who, in the final moments of her life, is forced to confront her dreams by a creature from another world. I wouldn't imagine her doing sci-fi. It's fantasy drama. Oh, sadly, okay. Well, I still wouldn't imagine having <laughs> fantasy. Very versatile. Very good. I've seen that um, Annette Badland, who plays her sister Aunt Babe, retweeted one of her photos of her work. So they're they're good friends in real life. Well, funnily enough, it might have been that tweet then that prompted me to do her this week. Mm. Linda, uh, finally, you can catch Linda performing live at the Charing Cross Theatre in Harold and Maud until the 12th of May. A dark comedy in a romantic fable told through the eyes of an unlikely pairing. There are tickets available on their website, which is www.charingcrosstheatre.co.uk slash theatre slash Harold dash and dash Maud. And visit at the Linda Malo on her Twitter feed to learn more about her highly praised play. I love her Twitter feed. It's a very she's good. really like sweet on there. She's really sweet, and, and she she's replies really, to a lot of people. Exactly, she's really yeah. interactive, really good. So, like every week, if you wish to follow Linda Malone on Twitter or find any of the links I mentioned uh, during this section, uh, you can find them on the program notes or on our Twitter, which is at Eastenders Week. And that was I'm doing this now. Just do this now. Well, there you go. Good, good, good. Enough about the old cast. Back to the present. Yes, and a new person returning this week. Lovely halfway. Another return. I know. Lots of They're all leaving. They're all coming back. I was going to say one in, one out, wasn't it, really? So, although we welcome this return because halfway is lovely. This was by fan request, wasn't it, really? Let's be honest. Yes. My personal, um, I think I got him the job. (laughs) (laughs) My personal (laughs) petition. Standing outside the studios, handcuffed to the face. (laughs) So um, he came back in the taxi with Phil, like we mentioned before. Um, He bent down because he dropped his wallet and noticed he was a bit injured. Yes, he kept it side throughout his time on the first couple of episodes. um, He kept doing the kind of like wince, Mm. kind of like he kept holding onto his chest and then turning away, like every time to off camera. Off camera. I noticed another continuity error here. When he got out of the taxi, he was in like blue chinos. Then when he got in, like went up to see his next scene to see Whitney or whatever it was, he was wearing denim jeans. So maybe he he didn't change. Okay, he went from like out of the cab, like across the square, and he was in different trousers. I mean, Max and Rainy have been using the community center for their showers all week, <laughs> and the and the leisure center. They kept chopping and changing between the two until they got squatters. Mm. Well, I'm just saying continuity. Well, they you need to. 
let them know mm. you got you got halfway back well sort yeah. out their continuity <laughs> sort out his trousers <laughs> yeah sort out his trousers so he was back whitney was happy whitney was surprised wasn't she she was yeah. walking through the uh square and uh the the green part of the square and saw him and was like you're back mm. so she goes oh let's go see the carters they would love to see yeah. you and he had to do a little bit of lying because they were asking lots of questions and he said his leg hurt for some reason. Well, even he, though it's a side that was actually injured. Yeah, he was telling a lot of lies and mm. he kept a lot of stories changing his story each time. So yeah, as you say, he yeah. first of all said that his leg hurt because he dropped a tray <laughs> of food on it. Sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah, sausage rolls. Somehow that hurt his leg. And all the he didn't want anyone to make fun of him, did he? And they were all laughing at him. They were. He but got a bit embarrassed. He got a bit embarrassed, but at the same time, I think he was pleased that this... Yeah, the lie was... The lie was working, mm. or if, 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 if only temporarily. Mm. And um, Whitney was getting... Um, she was amorous, getting horny. <laughs> amorous slash creepy as the slash episode went on. <laughs> Very odd. So Quite she, pushy. Um, yeah, every time she like kissed him or whatever, he was in pain. Well, yes. Yeah, so and he kept making excuses for it not to go further. Yeah. And so like, then she tried to get him drunk. <laughs> she brought in a bottle of wine. It's like here, let's go for a walk. Yeah. Let's go to the carnival. Yeah, let's uh, let's go down sit in the cinema. I've cut you up a sausage roll. So she, uh-huh. um, as her usual, Whitney self when she has a new boyfriend, she like went to like zero to a thousand. Like, mm. You don't love me then. You don't like me. Where mm. am I? I'm gonna go. Yeah. Why don't you like me? Am I not? But no. Like, all right, Whitney. Well, she, she thought she was undesirable, didn't she? Yeah. But this could go back to when she was first many moons yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, when yeah. she was first introduced and funny. her insecurities. <laughs> and plus, she, since then, she's had a couple of very difficult relationships, mm. as as Three it always Lees. goes. Three Lees. Yeah, she does have a type. She even referred to halfway as Lee in the show. Because yeah. uh, like, he was in the army too. Because he was in the army too, and he has like, well, as we find out, yes. Mm. So, um. He, well, um, we're guessing this wasn't a lie in the end. We thought it might have been a lie that he was a virgin. But no. I think it was the actual truth. Well, it's difficult. Again, it's a bit like the Kim walking <laughs> into the flat thing. It's never really yeah. explained. Maybe I he's mean, a very good liar. Well, he, so he says to Whitney that the reason why he's not, <laughs> the reason why her, her <laughs> kind of, what's the word? Like, um, forcefulness. Yeah. The reason her, her passion, her passion isn't being reciprocated. Um, her moves isn't being received well is because he's a virgin mm. and so she's like i've never met a virgin before <laughs> no, i've never met one <laughs> never i mean one, of one your age you <laughs> um, and um he also like he opens up to her a bit about because then does she well they go see... to they go to the uh, tower of london after after again another oh, one yeah, of those creepy moments yeah. she, she said I, that's not the crown jewels i'm interested in <laughs> She, um, they go to the to the Tower of London, and then when they get just conveniently, just when they were walking past the War Memorial, oh yeah, he yeah. then did his ah uh, thing uh, again and, and looked at the War Memorial. looked at the War Memorial, and then and so that's why you kind of think, well, what he's about to say, he obviously quickly came up with an idea, and so he said, so Whitney's like, you're bleeding. Oh, I've got stuff at home that I can mm. clean up with, and then he comes up with the yeah, story. Yeah, he tells the story of saving two children. I think well, the again, first that time changed. Said, yeah, it? so he said the first time around it was two children mm. he saved, um, and uh, she's a bit like from shrapnel. Yes, from a bomb exploding. So she he's thinks he's away. a hero. Yes, <laughs> which made her. Now this is the creepy. This yes. is the creepy bit. This is the where she was at her most creepy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Did you get any? any comments from the uh twitter about this because i read Probably a few and I, I know a few. lot of people were pretty much 
bringing up the uh, the uncomfortableness of her mm. forceful no, yeah. nature. I mean, a lot of people are quite liking Halfway and Whitney. They're saying they're adorable. Um, one person said, Halfway, you never forget your first time with an upside down smiley face. So, you know, this person's a bit uh, crazy. Mm. <laughs> they said, mine was behind Barclays Bank with no withdrawals, but a very reasonable deposit. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and um, someone it, it, else just been given a job for EastEnders. I know, yeah. <laughs> someone else said we all thought Whitney was out the door, and EastEnders were getting rid of that trash. But she is like a bad penny that always returns. Oh dear! So that's not a fan of Whitney. Someone's obviously upset her or him, whoever wrote that tweet. Yeah, but um, everyone, most people are positive. To um, I mean, it's a lovely, rela- it's a I nice mean, relationship. She was a bit creepy, wasn't she? The way she was. Uh, well, yes. So she she basically said to him that she didn't want him to go back <laughs> and fighting die. for the country and die a virgin. <laughs> and she wants him to be as she wants to be his first. Mm-hmm. So they they indeed then proceed. We assume do. they do because it then cuts back to him. Well, they're both under the covers. Yeah, a great big beaming <laughs> smile on his face, and and then Whitney's kind of looking like looking at him and like, so how was it? <laughs> and his response was, "I'm really hungry. I want some chips." Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So, but mm. but then that kind of makes you think. Well, obviously, it wasn't such a big deal for him. I I know he's quite soft and quite. Mm, I think it was. I yeah, think but, he was saying the truth about that. I I don't know. But th- this was like, if this was his first time, was he just thinking of chips the whole time? Yeah, it's halfway. Yeah. Well, yeah. True. True. That's what I mean. He's he's a kind of a soppy character. So I suppose you kind of give him mm. the benefit of the doubt in that respect. So yeah. So he's had his way. He has. Whitney's happy. Hmm. And then he, uh, but but then Whitney starts um, giving uh, information out, um, which we yeah, don't see. Want, yeah, he doesn't want people to know. He doesn't want people to know. But then he starts telling uh, Mick and Linda um, that the story to them, and Mick and Linda can't keep it within themselves. No, They're, he's a hero. He's a hero, and he needs a hero's welcome. So they throw him a party with more English flags. <laughs> yes, more Union Jacks. They're everywhere. I mean, you know, last week I said that they need to open a baseball bat store. Hmm, they need to open up week. a baseball bat and Union Jack yeah, store. Yeah, expand. Yeah. So they're throwing a party for him and there's a special guest coming. Apparently Mick's best friend that he's never mentioned before that he absolutely loves. And Halfway's brother, yeah. who's like a dad Stuart. to him. Stuart. Yeah. Um, so we've never heard of him before. Apparently Mick and him are best buds. Well, they've just done loads of things. Yeah. But Linda doesn't like no, him No, Linda much. doesn't quite. No. no. Well, because he's, he obviously drives um, Mick. You know, you've got a best friend who does things that you probably wouldn't mm. want anyone else to yeah, know Linda about doesn't approve. so lynn doesn't approve because he kind of takes mick in the wrong direction so uh we were sort of yeah we sort of found out that his brother's obviously the more popular confident one of the two yes we're assuming which is why halfway is a bit yeah. he always jokes about himself and puts himself down i'm assuming because of what his brother's gonna yeah, be really. like when he was younger obviously his brother was either there to defend him because he said his his brother was like a father to yeah. him yeah and so he probably idolizes him and so he's always like the kind of like the again I suppose talking about the what, Billy Mitchell of that's Phil right or that's right yeah. yeah spot on but when he's um having his party which he didn't want but they kind of convinced him to have because they mm. said you know sometimes you need to let people reward you for your mm. good work um, why didn't he want it because he's lying well exactly that's directly makes you think we have another one of these scenes where you see lots of characters so you know. Every single character can have like a little line here and there to 
Well, yes. Yeah, so he it's tells one of those scenes again. He repeats the story again, and as you say, I, I, he doesn't quite say the same the story in the same way again. Mm. Um, obviously, lots of people asking him questions. Yeah, aren't they? Whitney's defending him, so I think Whitney probably kind of w- forgives his change the story slightly, mm. blinded by her love for him, <laughs> while everyone else hasn't heard the story before. But as um, after he tells the story, Robbie kind of looks up and starts finding a few mistakes mm. like hang on he's so, so annoying <laughs> oh he's really annoying isn't he yeah. he's like so judgy he just stands there and but judges Daphne always talks like that or well, is that recent kind of like, it's really nasally like, whistle, like, whistle, like br- smoke quiet. I don't know it's weird yeah it's really quiet <laughs> like from the back of his throat <laughs> like that it's like, yeah it's like, has he always spoken like that I can't remember him speaking like that before it's I don't really know irritating maybe because he's just not again he's we've said last week there's there's a lot of None yeah, a bit part. characters, a bit part characters, and Robbie's kind of like the one who kind of. I don't know how Robbie has kept his job over all the other actings. Ingrid, <laughs> yeah, or Michelle, or Count Vincent. Well, it's weird. Well, isn't it? Robbie gets his um, Max, the promise that Max gives him. Soon. Yeah, job. Yeah, he gets a job. So he's obviously yeah. going to be pushed forward into the m- more <laughs> no. upper card a little bit, isn't he? He's used more than Sonia at the moment. Although I think Natalie Cassidy um asked for part time hours because she got comedies baby. to watch on Channel Four. Yeah, recording. <laughs> she got recordings to catch up. So um, they're sort of trying to pick holes in um halfway story, and he's getting a bit. Flustered. He's getting a bit upset, yeah, flustered. But things, of of course, as usual, just keep interrupting. So it's well. Okay. Mick came in with the tray of shots, didn't he? Yeah, that and was everyone. <laughs> Sharon had a good sniff before <laughs> she, she downed her. Stuff. Her face during the story, um, halfway story, was so funny. Like her reactive. <laughs> eyes and but she's always got one eye looking like, sad yeah, and yeah. her mouth was open puppy dog yeah. oh so funny so um his brother didn't turn up didn't turn up that he, we know of he yet. went out uh halfway left the pub saying that he didn't really want to be yeah he'll wait for there. him outside he'll wait yeah. for him outside and mick goes out there and says god you really are shy aren't you you really don't like the uh center being center mm. of attention and i'm really sorry that your brother ten- didn't turn up and halfway's like i don't care that he didn't turn up um I'm, that's not what i'm upset about and so again mick Obviously, gets everyone in the pub thinks that he's just reminiscing. Reminiscing that's a really bad word to use, but he's remembering his time because also prior to this, he woke up with a start, didn't he? Because oh, he yeah. remembered he heard like gun- gunfire and yeah, cannons or something. Which is again, has have they now taken away that storyline from Ted? Was that storyline always intended to be used? They've taken it away no, from Ted. They might they might use that as a bonding thing in the but with allotment. Ted. With Ted and halfway in the allotment, I don't think halfway is going to end up. Why not? He's got a little hat that he can wear while he digs. He's tea cozy. (laughs) They might use that as a little bonding, like a no. I think old war veteran to a new war veteran or something. They might use it for that, but I think it was always intended to be Ted's storyline, and now they've they're continuing with Ted's though because he was imagining it when Joyce died. Well, no, he was talking to a sewing machine, thinking (laughs) it was Joyce, (laughs) the mysterious sewing machine Joyce. No, they're, they're still. But no, they've given Ted and Bernie's now that storyline, but now they're taking Bernie away from Ted too. So again, they're kind of slowly... We'll dis- give it time, they'll be back. Mm, we've, got just... the, we've got the slow summer storylines to come, so... That's true. Ted's, Ted's time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they might bring back Ingrid by then. <laughs> Shock return. Yeah. So there we go. So yeah, lovely to see Halfway back. Yes. Because we like nice. Halfway. Welcome um, return. And I like Halfway Whitney, got no problem with that. I just, um, I genuinely thought that this storyline wasn't going to last as long as it has. They're really stringing it along. Um, it's only oh. been a week and I'm saying they're stringing it along. And that's a really bad thing no, to it say. It will um, kick off once his brother comes back, I'm sure. Yeah. 
So we'll... I mean, he wants his brother there. So because when they first mentioned his brother was coming, I thought, oh, hang on, his brother's going to rock the boat. They, he's going to say something about. Mm, Hart, but he was quite Hart, happy that he was. But he was coming. happy. Well, to he was see expecting him to, but he didn't turn up, did he? No, he didn't turn up. What a bad older brother. Mm. So next on our agenda, we have Billy Mitchell's birthday. Oh yes, the one that everyone forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no one cared about no. really. So he turned up to work early at E twenty cleaning up glasses in what can only be described <laughs> as the most inefficient way of cleaning up a bar you could ever see. Mm. Um, and Woody turns up Woody turns up and says, oh, you're early. And Billy basically says, well, I've got no point not being no, here, really. He's um, bit Yeah, a bit Single miserable. Single dad, wants his kids. It's wants my birthday. And um, in the meantime, because I, I think really we're going to have to mix in Billy's birthday with another... Another creepy story. Oh, yeah. Another awful... You thought Whitney was creepy. Well, did you wait <laughs> for Jack? Wait till Jack gets in the scene. Good Lord. Oh, goodness me. So he's, yeah, he's talking to Mel. I, to be honest with you, I can't remember what they're talking about because it's that A dull. broken tap in oh. the house because... I don't know what Hunter was doing for well, breakfast. Yes, so Mel came downstairs. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> like, all the what cupboards was... were open. All the food was knocked over. The tap was running... For some reason. Tap was running. So that that was the broken tap that he... What, she... full running like that? It just looked like it had been left well, on. But she did switch it off. Yeah. But it's leaking. But it looked a bit loose. When she slammed it, it looked a bit loose. I just <laughs> thought it was a really bad set around. mate. Or something. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, she's asking Jack, the best landlord ever, to fix her tap. Well, she, yes. Very, fix her plumbing. Very attentive landlord. I, I got what you're saying about the plumbing. <laughs> I just changed the roof quickly on and um she uh yeah and so he comes along and says oh, i fixed the tap for you um aren't i great let's bounce for a little bit mm. and in that time you hear a loud crash back in the bar and billy's dropped all the glasses yeah and mel's um not her usual pleased. horrible mean self yes well mel recent. very miserable she's got the new face so like the past few weeks stacy has that like slapped ass face <laughs> but now mel seems to have taken on that he said that just <laughs> as I was drinking. <laughs> so um, Mel's now got that slapped ass face walking around. So she um goes in and has a, has a go at Billy. She does. Shouts Not at him. Not knowing it's his birthday. Not knowing his birthday. And I think it was a bit unfair that um both Woody and Jack were a bit like, that's not fair on the man. It's yeah, his birthday. He's like 50 something. I was going to say, if, if it was like a 13 year old, well, no, <laughs> no, not even 13. If it was an eight year old child. <laughs> Then you can kind of understand people being angry mm. at someone for having a go at them on their birthday. Yeah, she said, you leave your issues at home. Don't bring them to work. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then just told him to leave anyway yeah. because he can't be go trusted home. on. Yeah, have, have a day. And she felt a bit sorry because Jack like, well, see, this had is... a word with his, his woman to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clubs around their head again. Um, yeah, so, so this is when it started getting a little bit complicated and sick. And that's so Jack... It's almost as if Mel was trying to impress Jack mm. at that point. I'm not enjoying this either. No. I'm not enjoying the Brannings at the moment. Uh, well, Jack Branning is never really... Never enjoyable, never but enjoy I'm just <laughs> not... It's just really, like, cringy. Like, they had that argument of, like, you've had oh, yeah, three you've, ex-husbands you've got married and, and you've they've slept with this. Yeah. And, it's like, and oh, I didn't realise you were keeping record. At least that's one less wife, one less marriage than yeah. you've had. And, and then they kind of crescendoed they... at the end. It was it was like a it was like a pantomime. Mm. It was really uncomfortable to watch. So Mel's trying to organise a party for Billy, which ultimately ends up going a bit wrong because uh, yeah, she wants to invite Honey and 
Donna sticks her she uses yeah she uses um, kind of like um, psychology yes yeah, <laughs> apparently she's a psychologist yeah by basically saying to Mel um, your husband doesn't love you anymore and is off sleeping with other women that's going to make uh, her jealous her jealous to want to come yeah. and, and Donna, Mel had a really ridiculous line this is a bit later when she went to go make up with Honey because of Jack's more more of Jack's words of wisdom and she was saying to Honey well you might as well take Billy back because <laughs> All men cheat. It's in the DNA. So yeah. you might as well. It's like, what? I know. But, but while this is happening, Jack was in the background and he was, you could almost feel that he wanted a nod. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I, I like cheating on other women. So, mm. so yeah, so the party goes wrong because Donna reveals to Billy that Mel, Mel has said that and upset said honey. really horrible stuff to Honey. So then Billy ends up going to Honey's house or flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pam Les's old flat. Yeah, above the funeral parlour. And uh, she lets him see his kids uh, <laughs> for his birthday. And mm. then he misinterprets it a little bit when they have a glass of wine together on the sofa. Yes. And she's like, oh, yeah, actually, this is this is nice. And so Billy interprets that as in, this is my opportunity to kiss her. And like butt heads or something. Where he, he whacks his nose on underneath her eye. Oh, right. I thought, I genuinely thought this was going to head to the next day that she was going to have a black eye <laughs> and um, Jack, Jack or yeah, some kind of alpha male in the square was going to be like, Billy, have you smacked honey? <laughs> but luckily no. they didn't go down that avenue. We keep theorising there's going to be a honey storyline, but there never is. I know, I know. But that's, that's, but, but that's my point. Every time there's something to do with honey, yeah, it's they just... always about Billy. Yeah. That's all honey has. Even when even when it's with Kim, it's somehow rooted back to Billy. So honey, unless she has Billy, I think she's in trouble with ever getting mm. another storyline. So um, obviously all this little... Nice talk to Mel from Jack and worked on Mel, apparently. Cause yes, so they start they start doing a really um, convoluted route back to her <laughs> flat uh, while they're having, a, again, a bit of a discussion. And Jack's like, oh, the only reason you're playing hard to get is because you want me, uh, you know, to sleep with you. And <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And uh, yeah. it's just it's just horrible. And so and then she does sleep with him. Well, yeah. Like, and again, that was so horrible. Even the continuity announcer after the end of the episode, literally there was like a, 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 a such a loud pause of what the heck have I just seen at the end <laughs> of that episode? And the continuity announcer goes, well, tomorrow's episode of eastenders and it was like that's where it was it was mm. like even so even he thought that was ridiculous mm. and uncomfortable and no one wants to see that and it was so horrible and just oh <laughs> it's just horrible to watch wow over on social media oh. here's some of the comments on that scene <laughs> <laughs> someone said that saucy sex scene will definitely rake in the complaints from Ofcom. I mean, it was quite heavy. It was seven thirty at night, so I suppose you yeah. could argue that. But um, I it just it wasn't it wasn't sexy. It no. wasn't. It was just disgusting. <laughs> uh, someone has said, "No, not Jack and Mel. Needs to be Honey and Jack." So they're still relying on that thing that everyone thought was happening last year with Honey and Jack. I mean, Jack did say that Honey was wired <clears throat> differently and that she sees things in black and white, and mm. that's Jack's kind of girl, isn't it? Really. <laughs> Um, someone said, oh, my God, can your sound engineers turn the microphones down yes. during the kissing scenes? Yes. First Whitney and Halfway, now Jack and Mel. The slurping noises are so oh, annoying. Oh, it's just... But that's what I mean. It's like the, you could tell both actors were really uncomfortable doing that scene. Mm. And when Mel pushes Jack onto the bed, her face... <laughs> I I didn't know what to make of it. Do you think Mel's done this 
as an ulterior motive to sign or do you think it was just a mistake she looked quite a mistake the next day didn't she she was quite well at the time when they were mm. doing it he she... thought she was like she had like a menacing face she or, had, yeah because i turned to you and said she's up to something <coughs> yeah i reckon but apparently she's... but no she can't be because she's trying to keep it all a secret now yeah, isn't she so from... she doesn't want hunter to know yes he found a cufflink in the bar he did and she quite quickly to be fair to mel she's very quick to come up with an excuse yeah, she said she's a good liar she's a very good liar she came up with the excuse that he was fixing the tap um and so his cuffing mm. was hunter out. didn't buy it though i don't think i think yeah, i think he's paid a bit of time but i think yeah hunter will mm. delve deeper next week without any doubt hopefully he offs jack <laughs> yes in the but near future the problem is though that like he's gonna need support if he wants to do something with jack and he's basically burnt his bridges with any kind of decent support mm. in this form That's of true. phil but no one has an issue with Jack, though, do they? Feel I have an issue with well, Jack. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have a stuff. huge issue with Jack. I mean, Jack. people who are with power, like the King and Queen of Wolford. Yes, <laughs> no, they, they, don't have, they don't have any issue with him. But so, yeah, so the whole Billy storyline really was just to hook up Mel and Jack, and mm. it, was, it was not nice. Yeah. It was horrible. It. So we even have another person returning this week. Mm-hmm. Lovely Cushy. Much better. We like Cush. Yes. He seems a bit better after his break. He seems like a bit refreshed as a character. I thought he was a bit more alive in his scenes. Yeah, the he actor. seemed to be he want to be a there more, a bit more. Yeah, a bit more with it. I mean, it, it it was it was indicating we discover that this might be a very short return as well. No, I don't believe it. No. Well he comes back from Dubai, doesn't he, after visiting with a his secret, brother? Like everyone has. Of course. We can't return without a secret. No. There's no point returning What's otherwise. The point? Exactly. And Kamal was doing her yoga and saw Kush come back to his flat. Yeah. And, and Shaquille was there. As well, yes, he pops his head around the door and asks yeah. for any duty free. Yeah, that that was it, and then we didn't see him again. <laughs> yeah. So he's been in Dubai with. He's um, off traveling with Ingrid. Mm. <laughs> if only that was the truth. I know, because we know Shakira is leaving as well. Mm-hmm. So um, that makes me think that Kush is not going to be leaving anytime soon. But um, yeah, he his secret. He's told Kamal the secret, but not Denise. Denise has no idea. Yes, not yet. Anyway, so when he goes and visits uh, D. Uh, Dee's got a D back. Dee's got a D back. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's got a cushy. Well, I mean, Kim nearly got it. Well, quite yes. <laughs> Almost poked her eye out from the seams of things. So yeah, he, know, he he stripped right off. Didn't take long, did it? No. Well, this is where I mentioned tan lines earlier. Um, you I don't know if you noticed there was quite the tan line where his uh underwear sat. What was that? Yes. Yeah, so that's from his Strictly tour. Uh, well, so it's fake tan as yeah. well. Um, and so uh, he goes. He thinks that D isn't responding to him while she's in the shower because <laughs> again. I mean, this was obvious what they were building up to, but it was still quite funny. It, it, it Even wasn't. though how obvious it was. It, yes, it, it's a stock thing that they tend to do. You know, you might as well do it every other six months. So um, they they he goes into the shower and obviously Kim is in the shower. She's like, Wah! and Denise then walks in and is like, what's going on yeah, here then? What's going on? And so um, once that's all cleared up, um, Dee and Kush are on the sofa and, he, you know, she's pretending to be upset with him. And, you know, he's like, oh, I've got you some perfume, some some chocolates, mm. create fags. <laughs> Again, they use this thing where he tries to tell her half a sentence and then she gets distracted and then doesn't hear. Well, they were distracted because he put his hand down. Well, they moved Oh, yeah, they found the 10,000 pounds. And they found the 10,000 pounds. And like Denise... They keep doing that. It's like the third storyline now where mm. someone's tried to about to tell him and they get distracted. But again, Denise quite unfairly accused Kush of drug, drug pushing. Why well, just being to Dubai? <laughs> yeah, that's quite racist. <laughs> that's quite... 
Maybe I mean, she was having a laugh. <laughs> does anyone say anything about their relationship? Well, everyone seems to be quite happy that Kush is back. Um, they do say something about Denise. Um, someone says, well, what a change for Denise. One minute she's drunk off her head, <laughs> sleeping with Phil and eating from bins. <laughs> Next, she's got a toy boy moving to Dubai. So, you know. I have to say, that's pretty much summed it up. It's looking up. It's looking, it's looking up. And um, everyone else is just happy that Kush is back. Excited to see him naked in the showers. <laughs> so, so, yeah, everyone's saying, I forgot how much I missed having Kush around. He's a great character and he's interesting. Yeah, he's just a nice, nice guy. It's he's nice a nice, nice guy. guy, isn't it? And when, even when he does something bad, he's still likable. Although, the one he thing. He doesn't really do anything bad. I mean, he did that thing with Stacey, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but they. No, Martin and Stacey were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> they were on a break, so Kush didn't do anything bad. We were bad. on a break. But the one thing, the one thing, the one thing I do not like about Kush, and it has to be. It's a very silly thing, and that's the fact that they drink from those blooming tankers, oh, yeah, tankers in the Martin, Queen Vic. The boys. <sighs> so, um, me reading that, I was kind of spoiled it, but Kush's big secret was that he plans to move to Dubai because yes. his brothers offered him a job. Yeah, offered him some sort of job, and he wants to take Denise with him because she yeah. was quite angry when Kamal broke the news to her at E20. So she stormed back to talk to Kush and he said, no, I want to take you with me. Yes. and But Denise isn't too sure because um, Kim, the following day, then had a breakdown in the middle of the cafe when Donna starts confronting Kim. Mm. That Again, quite unfairly, Donna accuses Kim of withholding information about where Vincent is, even though she quite clearly did say to her, he's left yeah, me. I, get, I think Donna's just a bit worried or grasping at straws isn't she a yeah. little bit because has she spoken to her mum as well I'm not sure We're not really sure because no. she left that message didn't she last week but so um I mean, i'd be interested i don't know if we're spoilers about someone leaving if you don't want to hear no. the spoiler skip forward yeah just just a minute but I, i'm not sure how they're going to do a storyline of how Donna's going to leave because she's lit now that she's leaving. Mm. So I don't know if that's going to tie in with Vincent or... Maybe she goes to Vincent to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> with Kush. There could be a spin-off episode. They go off to find Vincent. <laughs> Maybe. Vincent but, yeah. of Arabia. I don't know how that's going to go, but um, spoiler's over now. All, all done. Are you back? We Good. are. We're you... all back. Yeah. So um, Denise eventually does tell Kim um, and Kim puts on a brave face and orders... Uh, champagne to celebrate that they'll be they'll be going yes and kim sort of says oh that's a great idea i'll come visit mm, better be air con smile 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 oh, turn then... turn away from them to look into the camera and <laughs> grimace <laughs> look a bit worried <laughs> look a bit worried hmm. i wouldn't um, be too worried kim i think he's had like six months off he's not going anywhere yet yeah we want to stay there for a bit but um i mean i i would like kim to stay with Denise and Kush. I quite like that kind of storyline with them three. Mm. I think it'd be quite interesting. Yeah, they can all move into the B and B. Quick, quick uh, recap on Patrick. Watch. Have we heard any more about Patrick? Oh, he's still gone. Yeah, he's not back yet. Do you reckon he's going to come back with the De Boing? Possibly. He needs a storyline. He's not had one for a while. No, I've got a funny feeling that this is where this is heading. She's going to come back with him, and um, again, it's going to get more and more suspicious. She's a new Claudette. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm. So that sums up this week's episodes. I mean, it's it's lich, it's been dictated by Phil and Max mm. and and Sharon, as we said. Um, and and a lot of people just returning and setting up new storylines now. So exactly. that's why it's a bit. Yeah, they're laying the brickwork for now everyone else's storylines to go mm. around it. I mean, I was very surprised not to see the Slaters not even mentioned or not even just kind of walking into the yeah, cafe, making a 
yeah, an off comment. That's um, right. We can have a week off. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, they'll be allowed. I'm sure they'll be back next week. Yeah. Lovely. So, um, yeah, all the characters are back. No one left this week. Possibly someone leaving next week. So we look forward to that. So in the meantime, have you got a game for us to play this week? Yes, let's play our game. But it's time for a return of Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Oh, hey. We love this game. I will ask you a question and you must list five answers that relate to that question. You must wait after every answer to discover if you are right or wrong. And you... I'm always right. <laughs> Not recently. No. And you only have 30 seconds to give me your answers. Okay. Excellent. Right. So. This week, Max and Rainey have been trying their hand at selling second-hand cars at 6 Albert Square, or commonly known as the car lot, Mm. or Maximum Motors. (laughs) However, prior to Max opening up, Phil has been trying to get the car lot back. But can you name any other owners of the car lot or the land associated with it? Yes. (laughs) Good. So the question is, in 30 seconds, can you name five of the characters that once ran the car lot between 1989 to 2018. Okay. This this does not include Phil Mitchell or Max Branning because that'd be far too easy because I've just told you them. That's fine. And they must have had run the car lot as an owner or a manager. So a member of staff, for instance, Fat Boy, would not count. Did he work there? Huh? Yeah, he was a member of staff. I think who his boss was. I'll tell you later. <laughs> so are you ready then? So 30 yes. seconds? Yep. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Then. So three. Two, one, go. This one's not right. I'm stuck. Frank Butcher. Correct. From 1989 to 1993. Roy Owen. Is it Owen? Roy? Barry's dad. Yeah. Okay. Roy Evans. Evans, not Owen. 1995 to 2003. That's two. Okay. Um, Steve Owen? No. No. Got 10 seconds. Um, Who was married to Frank? Oh, Pat, she owned it. 1989 to 1995 and Janine? then 2008. Janine, yep, 2008 to 2009. Time is R- up. Oh. oh, who would have been your last answer? Um, Jay. Jay Brown. Mm. That's so obvious. 2017. Do you want me to quickly run through? Jay more? technically still owns it. We, yes. So Max wouldn't have been an answer. Max would have been an answer because no, Max has owned oh, he did. it oh, previously. Yeah, okay. <sighs> So, um, who else is it? So, Are you impressed that I got Roy Evans, though? I was very impressed, actually. That's one I didn't think you'd go. No, that's when I, when I used to watch it. So, you could have had, uh, you had Frank Butcher, you could have had, and you had Pat Evans or Pat Butcher, David Wicks, Pat's son from oh, right, 1993 no. to 1995, Roy, Roy Evans, Janine Butcher had it in 2004, Patrick Truman, 2005. Did he? Yep. It's called Truman's Wheels. God. Kevin Wicks, 2006 to 2008. Mm. Kevin I don't Wicks. really know any of the Wicks. Kevin Wicks was, remember I said a couple of weeks ago, Shirley's ex-husband. Oh, yeah. That was who I was oh, trying to think of. No, I don't really know any of the Wicks' sons. No, well, that's one mm. of them. Uh, Archie Mitchell bought it off Janine in 2009, okay. just before his no. fatal blow. <laughs> Bradley Branning, 2010 to 2011. Oh. Jack Branning, 2011 to 2014. <laughs> Um, that was also owned by Max at the same time. Jay Brown, 2017. And most recently, Fee Browning, 2017, 2018. Oh, yeah, technicality. Or Wayland & Co. I would have taken. <laughs> now, you could have also said, because three people actually owned the land as well. 
And you could have had Peggy Mitchell, Phil Mitchell, or Roxy Mitchell. They all owned the land no, at one point. It didn't count. It did count in the <laughs> game. But well, well, I, I, I did say well, well done. You got four. four. That's good. Four out of five. I, well done, you. I, how did you get on at home? <laughs> that was that was Martin Fowler's five a day. So well done, you. That was very good. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to get you a little crown. If you ever get, if you ever win the game, I'm going to get you a little. I'm going to buy. You know, I've won games before. Yes, but recently you've not done too well. Four out of five is really good. Four out of five is excellent. Well, there you go. Okay, but better you, than you, you and your last week I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once the rules were sorted out, I was wow. I'm winning them left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, quickly then. So uh, obviously the Twitter poll, um, poll of the week, poll of the week. <laughs> Um, is was this week? Sorry, how do you think Mel would feel by the end of this week's EastEnders? <laughs> so the alternative <laughs> answers were ashamed, yes, happy, no, reflective, mm. idiotic, yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, a couple of those I would say would be lent toward um, anything but happy. <laughs> well, funnily enough, that Jack was, was happy. Jack was happy. I think a lot of people thought that perhaps she was happier than. She let on because, oh, really? well, 36% of the votes went toward ashamed. So, and good. that was the winning one. That so was my vote. <laughs> that makes perfectly good sense. Uh, then second was happy, 29%. Idiotic, 21%. And reflective, 14%. I mean, you know, going on what we now know, I if I was male, I would be in the shower cleaning myself. <laughs> <laughs> Only if the, the um, taps work. Yes. Mm. Well, then she'd have to get no Jack shoddy back apartments in. with Mr. Branning. No, no. None of it works. He's a good landlord, isn't he? Mm. Although he seems very attentive for just Mel's. I don't know how many properties he owns, but uh, well, he's rented them all out, hasn't he? So he must be a very. Well, let's say he's yeah, a very he busy man. All. He can't. Be, he owns them. All. He owns the square, <laughs> but he's never owned the car lot. He's, yeah, he has. Well, no, he's never owned the land. Of the oh, car the lot. land. The lay of the land. So there you go. Um, I mean, there's been a few comments on Twitter about her saying that her character has been a bit different to when she first was on. Mm, many we've mentioned that before, haven't we? Yeah. She's a, She's a feistier. What, 17 years away. Yeah. Angrier woman. <laughs> I mean, I Aren't think. we all? <laughs> <laughs> I know. But um, yeah. Maybe know. she'll soften now that she's found love. <laughs> with I don't miss the branding. God, no. I hope not. New Ingrid. Mm. So yeah, there you go. There we so have that's it. That's us this week. That's our roundup. So hopefully everyone is caught up on this week's EastEnders yes. now on our audio omnibus. Yes. Um, as always, please get in touch to let us know any of your thoughts and feelings. Um, it's at EastEnders Week on Twitter. You can email EastEndersWeekly at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly and Facebook. If you just search EastEnders Weekly, you can find our page. You can like and send messages to us. On that as well. Yes. Lovely. That is great. So oh, you've parked your car outside. There's um a blonde woman getting into it. What? Is she who's she with? Some guy with shaved head. What and overalls? Yeah, grey. She's got tacky extensions. <laughs> Get out of my car! The theme to EastEnders Weekly was written and composed by Claxon. He can be found on SoundCloud under K-L-A-X-U-N. 
Thank you all for listening. And if you'd like to subscribe and leave a review, it would mean so much to us as it really helps the word get out that we're around. If you have any topics or discussion you want us to talk about, you can email us at eastendersweekly at gmail.com or send us a tweet at eastendersweek. We do live tweeting to every episode of EastEnders, so make sure you follow. See you soon.